whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Oh, just dandy. Oh, good. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we, we are, are here, here to, to rant and rave. <laughs> yes. Yes. Jessica. We're not sure I... how to start the show, but man, we are getting oh. back on track, y'all. We back are to the into it. It's been seven days <laughs> and I forgot how to open the show. Yeah. That's why we're laughing because I took a giant breath and then I went, Jessica, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> And like a cartoon, Cutter just walked across Dana's, I'm imagining, keyboard is, and yeah. literally like wisped her tail under her under nose, nose like a moustache. Yeah. yeah, this is the second time she's done that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody not she is wants attention. you know. It's not because she wants attention. She's like, you are on my table. Uh-huh. Yeah. Didn't ask for anything. Didn't stop. Just a just a tiny butthole in my face. I think that she just demonstrated the true meaning of a catwalk. It's like, bitch, you better move out the way. Move. Like, <laughs> like a model. Out like the way, bitch. Move the out way the way people walk. Yes. Like the good runway models that walk with a purpose where you're like, holy shit. Get out of the way. Uh-huh. Yes. I wish I had that walk. Oh, please. Me too. I've, I don't want to say that. I was, <laughs> well. I have practiced trying to have that walk. Let's say why it is, is a failure. Why is that weird? Well, because you can just imagine me in my backyard alone doing that. Like it's um, not like it's not like I had a coach. It was just like this personal thing of, hey Dana, let's have a confident walk with your squatty little body. It wouldn't even match. <laughs> I am crying. Okay. One of my best friends in the world. Her mother, when we were younger and in our early days of living out here, her mom came up with a game called Model. And she'd be like, y'all, let's play Model. And you had to be the model. She's from the South, if you can't tell. You had to be the model and walk like you're walking down the runway. And the rest of us had to be your paparazzi. Yeah, my mom it was had hilarious. A, my mom had a game that we didn't call a game because it wasn't a game <laughs> where Dana walked in front of the mirror practicing sucking her tummy in instead of pooching it out like the five-year-old she was. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was damaging. I'm sure she had no idea that it would haunt me till the day <laughs> I died. I did that on my own. If it's any consolation, I literally did that on my own and I, I can remember – Back to kindergarten, I used to do that in my classroom. In the classroom, I would look at myself in the mirror all the time because I felt like bigger than other kids. Oh, Jessica. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know why I was waiting for like there to be music at the end, like boop, boop, like at the end of reading Rainbow. It's like, and this is why my dad and I traded places at kindergarten. Boop, boop. I love B goes to kindergarten. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I think that (laughs) you told a story that belongs in a different show that would end with sad 
orchestral music <laughs> about the harmful effects of society on children's brains. So you were you were creating a different show. You didn't realize. <laughs> Jessica. Yes. I am drinking a monster and I haven't had Whoa. one in a while. So gets ready for this ride. That gives me palpitations. I've never had one, never will. Oh, I've had one and uh, no dose before uh, two days ago. Okay. Nope. Um, <laughs> I felt like I was having palpitations and had to pull my car over when I bought like an energy pack once on the road and I called hey, my friend I and I was like, you say, need to come get me. Those energy packs at the, the convenience stores, they frighten me. I, I mean, don't do it, y'all. Uh, 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 Dan Tipton did it once in college and he got like yes. all vision. Yeah, and, I was yeah. in college. It's a dumbass, like, I'll take some ginseng and get my virility and wake up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you in a spinny chair? Because you're moving all around. I thought I you were going to spin like a top for a second. Yeah, you oh are. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Jessica, how was your week? It was really something, Dana. Oh, I'll tell you. We haven't talked very much because you were working. So this is all new to me. There was so much. I won't go too much into all of it because it's just a lot to pack into a week. First and foremost, let's talk about my Hollywood celebrity sighting. Um, Ooh, tell me. I saw it in the outline and I wanted to ask, uh-huh. but I was like, nope, she's waiting because she hasn't told me. Man, I got so excited. Okay, just to give you a little bring you up to speed it's passover right now passover is always the week leading into easter Mm -hmm. and it's my favorite jewish holiday and i'm not going to dwell on the fact that yes i'm extremely upset and sad that this is the second year in a row that there has not been any kind of passover i love it i love having a seder it's usually a place where you have friends and family gather in a large meal and you're supposed to you know one of the things you celebrate is spring and renewal of life i mean totally different than easter of course but easter is also set in the spring and you know we know what easter is and the resurrection easter sunday dress and palm sunday and mm -hmm. so I was really sad that there was nothing, you know, there wasn't an opportunity to have a Seder and gather with people this year again. So I love all of these little food pop-ups. I I don't know why I say I I love them because they've all been delicious. I don't love having to stalk people on social media to hope to get an invite to pick up something that they make. But I do it, okay? Like food trucks. Uh Uh-huh. Except these aren't just a truck. It's like... Uh, You get the location after you've paid and have trust that you send Venmo to a legit thing. And then they're like, come to 2348 Main Street. And you're like, what? Why do you have to pay first? So they don't get uh, stood up. It's a pop-up. They make a limited amount of things. And then. Right, but you can order online and then go pick up. Usually pop-ups, it's like, you better just find the truck. Oh, no. These are a totally different thing that's going on now. This is like sort of becoming real popular during quarantine so i found a pop-up from a friend posted it and i was like what the it's called two jewish girls from nyc and what did they make matzo ball soup um i'm sorry it wasn't just good or okay it was next level delicious if i could order it and afford to have it every day i would eat it every day that's how good I it was. I 
love matzo ball soup. So then you would have flipped out. I would because <sighs> I liked. I don't know how you feel about Jerry's Deli. Didn't, didn't they just Every, close? I'm sorry. One of the places that honestly, yes, I got super emotional. It yeah. very recently closed. It was, and I got matzo for, ball soup yeah. there year round. Same. If someone was sick, I would buy it and Same. bring it to them. Yes, every time. That's what I was going to say. <sighs> every time we got sick, we went and got their matzo ball yep. soup. It was so so good. And you could literally just walk in and say, "I want a quart of matzo ball soup," and you got it in two oh, minutes. You didn't even cool. have to like wait and no, order they it. They always had it or... because it was popular. So you drove to the truck and got your matzo ball soup. <laughs> it's not a truck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I was going to say I've never heard of two Jewish girls. Because it's an anomaly, a niche. What do you want to call it? I don't know. Now, it's starting how? out. Maybe they'll eventually have a storefront. Maybe they want a lot of these places that do it are like, we're taking pre-orders. This is our sandwiches for the day. And you can pick it up at Delicia's Bakery in Highland Park or something like that. Oh, between one and now. three. Are they, what is the food and drug minute, the FDA? I don't know. I don't know. Someone else asked me that. I said, you know what? You're right. And I don't know if any of these places are licensed or zoned. I don't know what the verbiage is. I don't really care. Okay. Uh, No. Wait. (laughs) I'm the queen of caring about that crap. Hold on a second. Yes. Didn't you say we had a celebrity sighting? Yeah, because I'm getting to that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, excuse me, Cutter. What I got the soup and I had only ordered a jar because I see it and I'm like, oh, that's a big mason jar. That's plenty. No, it ain't. I poured it out. It filled up a bowl, like the same as if you got a bowl at Jerry's Deli. Okay. Yes. It's a very generous matzo ball, like the size of a small softball, right? Anyway, I love that I said small softball as if they come in various sizes. It's like yeah, the size of small. a baseball. No, okay. the small one. The small one is the baseball. <laughs> You're right. You're very sporty. The small ball is the baseball. The big ball is the softball. <laughs> so, I love to be concerned that there won't be enough food for everyone. And by everyone, I mean me. Mm-hmm. I saw this jar and I'm like, this is what I got for our dinner. And no, I don't think either of us are going to be satisfied with sharing this bowl of soup and literally nothing else. Right. Yeah. So I drove to Jones on third and I'm like, I'll just pick up a few little things to supplement. Right. But seriously, oh, they always sure. have like grilled vegetables, things like that. Yeah. And for holidays. Fancy. For holidays, they always have a menu for every holiday. They've got an Easter menu. They've got a Passover menu. They've got a New Year's Eve menu, Christmas Eve menu, at Rosh Hashanah menu for everything. Love it. You should pre-order from places. But I also know if you show up now, they may sell out really quick, but you can show up and be like, do you guys by any chance have any trays of mac and cheese left? Or I said, do you have anything left from the holiday menu and the guy's like you know what let me check and he came back he goes we have everything and i'm like what mm-hmm. now if i could have gotten small portions i would have but everything was the full menu all in catering catering size. yeah yeah well that's for eight to ten people and it was for me and alan so right. i'm like not gonna do it mm-hmm. what is my point of this kids met their soup of the day happened to be a matzo ball soup i got a soup i I'm standing there and it was so like sunny and the sun was in my eyes. And I guess I was that obnoxious person, but because no one was around, I was on my phone and like not paying attention. And I hear someone, I guess I like stepped forward or something. And I hear this voice say, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Did I cut in front of you? And I look up and I'm like, oh my God. What? Uh, Who's it? Samira Wiley, 
aka Pusey from Orange is the New Black, and she was ah, also on The Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Okay, I love her. Yeah. But my dad is obsessed with her. Really? Obsessed with her. Oh my god. In love with her. Think she's the cutest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Think she's a phenomenal actress. I yeah. agree wholeheartedly with all of this. Yes. She was so cute, so sweet, and I was so mortified. And thank God I had a mask on because she didn't see that my bottom lip was on the ground. Right. And that my eyes were like this because I also had on my sunglasses. Thank God. I just went, oh, oh sorry. No, I was just trying to get out of the sun. <laughs> were you real aggressive like that? I mean, I was embarrassed and mortified, and I'm like, you just ruined it. What was I going to do anyways? Tell her I love you. I think you're great. I'm a fan. Don't worry. I'm not weird. I'm an actor, too. Oh, my God. Okay, bye. (laughs) Don't worry. I said none of that. And then you walk into the police car that's waiting there to pick you up. (laughs) How much of a creep am I? No, I've done it, too. I went back to my car, and then, like a stalker, I kind of waited, and then I saw her walking out, and I was trying to get a picture of her to send my dad. It it didn't work. Well, that was for your dad, though. I know. But, yeah, it's weird. It was really... (laughs) That never would have happened if I hadn't uh, needed to get some more soup. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you probably could have said... The great soup caper. I bet you could have said to her, I am a huge fan, but my dad loves you. Can I get a picture? I bet she would have done it. I would never ask anyone. I'm always like, nope, I'm too cool for that. And I like walk I away. Know. Even when I, I was that too. in college, my friends would flip out. There was a few times where we were around celebrities. One of my friends started working in the film industry when we were still in college. Yeah. So she brought us to all these amazing. I got to go to the rap party for A Time to Kill. Oh, and I literally was like, when I met Ashley Judd and Matthew McConaughey, literally cartoon (laughs) eyes bugged out, my tongue rolled out like a red carpet and then came back in. I couldn't get the words out. Couldn't get the words out. Everybody else was freaking out, but they were like, hello, and like shook their hands or smiled. And I literally was like, I always think it's odd. Now, listen, I am not famous, but I have had a few people clearly trying to sneak pictures of me. And in my mind, it's like- You are famous and you're well known enough that people are trying to sneak your picture. Okay, lady? Well, I'm always like- People are like, God, you look a lot like Mama Cass. You know, (laughs) that's what I get. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I always think the weirdest part is like, if they asked me, I would be, I have literally said to people, are you kidding me? Oh my God, this is like the coolest thing ever (laughs) that anyone would want to take a picture with me. But I caught somebody sneaking pictures of me when I was getting a Manny Petty once. And I was like, no, please just Uh -uh. ask, just ask me, like, don't get me in the Manny Petty chair because I am literally letting my body and face and everything just melt into a blob in that chair. Right. That's Um, not okay. That was a little bit weird, but also like, I, I am the same, Jessica. I get so scared to ask. I think I've told you this. When I worked on Veep, which was mm-hmm. many years ago, I went back there a couple of different times. I spent a significant amount of time mm-hmm. there <laughs> at the end. 
<laughs> One of the other actors got a picture with her mm-hmm. and we had to be really careful because at the time she was wearing a wig that wasn't released to the public yet. People didn't <laughs> know that she was going to be president yet. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. So everything was very top secret. Mm-hmm. And so I was like on top of feeling weird and creepy. She's also wearing this thing that can't get out in the, like, I'm not going to ask. Right. So we wrapped me and another guest star. They wrapped us and she said to me, she's so cool. I, I love her to death. Like, if I could grow up to be that powerful, she's just insanely <laughs> amazing. She's like, Dana, don't you want a picture with me? And I was like, I really do. I really, really do. And she's like, get over here, you goofball. And we got a picture together. But I, I love so, it. I was so grateful to her for that. But like, I've had body doubles. For some reason, you would think with my body, I would just play like women who sit in a recliner and watch TV and smoke or something. <laughs> I have had Shut a stunt double so many times. It's insane. That's so unreal. I always want to get a picture with my stunt doubles. Like that is just. That's very crazy. cool. So I always feel like the weirdo going up to them going, I'm sorry, can I please take a picture with you? Because you look like me. I mean, that's crazy town. <laughs> oh my god i love it <laughs> well i'm glad that you had it sounds like you had a pretty good week i know thank you, did you. i work. did the rest i'll leave for my it'll be a good segue into my rant how was your week my week was good i don't think anything happened <laughs> but that's kind of I mean, nice right yes no news is good news is kind of a mm-hmm, good deal sometimes mm-hmm. but um Yeah, I talked to my family a few times this week. They're all doing great. I would say the big thing, which is super not exciting, so I'll only talk about it for one second. You guys, I am head first, fully submerged in plant world. I don't know what's happening. I love it so much. I know what's happening because I picked something up for you this past week because of this very subject. Is it a straight jacket? Mm -mm. (laughs) Hilarious. No. I couldn't be more happy. I got my backyard all ready for summer. It's magical. It looks awesome. I just ordered some more. So, you know, I think I showed you that I had an old chandelier, like glass Mm -hmm. round prism thing. Mm -hmm. Well, somebody got crazy and bought some cheap, cheaper versions of those on Amazon. I'm Mm. only going to have about 20 of them to hang all over my house (laughs) like a crazy person. And I can't wait. Uh, I'm gonna live in live in rainbows and plants. Can't I cannot wait. How does Dan Tipton feel about this? He actually thinks it's adorable. Now he thinks it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me happy. And That's he awesome. finds me cuter when I'm happy. Weird. <laughs> he's been very he's like i love seeing you so happy because of course every day when he comes home is as i'm going to do with you right now this so this is this plant right that's beautiful calathea and she's got it's called the pinstripe calathea because she's got pin pink pinstripes i love it so i'm gonna do what i do to him every day (gasps) look this is a new leaf it just unfurled okay (laughs) Every day this week, I've made him look at my Monsteras because, Amazing. hey guys, big reveal here. Got three new leaves with three fenestrations. Wow. <laughs> Sounds I sexy. I show him all that. I bought icicle lights for my porch. Mm-hmm. I have plants hanging everywhere. I've been making those polymer clay moon and 
full moon half I'm moon. so impressed that you did that. You guys, I when I was sneaking up on Dana like a prowler from a neighborhood watch sign on the corner of your street <laughs> trying to tiptoe up. She was sitting at the desk making these sun and moon little creations and yeah, I was they're everywhere amazed. right now. They're like that pounded metal gold or brass mm-hmm. and they're moons and diamonds and stars and whatever. And I'm like, I I do. I love them. I think they're really, really cute mm-hmm. and kind of magical. But I was like, but I want 15 of them. And they're <laughs> like 20 bucks a piece. Yeah. So I just started making them out of gold clay. It's <laughs> awesome. I'm so impressed. So I spent the weekend. It was beautiful. You can't ever anymore say that you're not artistic or that you can't do it. You can draw. You can paint. I saw somebody commented on a either a photograph you took and did something to or you painted it. And someone's like, did you draw this? I don't know well, if you replied to them or not yet. I liked their comment. It's a total I stranger. I don't know who they are. Well, I don't even know if I saw it. was that. on that magical bug that was sitting on the leaf of a rose. Oh, yeah, I just I realized I'm it. shouting again, so I'm sorry. Do I oh, sound Alan. loud to you? No. Poor Hallen has come in twice and given me the Already? library We're finger. Only 20 minutes in. And I can tell I'm library. screaming. It's because I'm excited and I feel pent up, so. I know. I'm probably screaming too, but nobody cares. Anyway, you guys, I'm madly in love with my plants. Jessica, I think I told you. So there have been three plants that I, I thought I have killed, which mm-hmm. out of all the plants that I've gotten, I only get cheap plants because I'm terrified I'm going to kill them, right? Mm-hmm. So um, three plants. I have managed to rescue two of them. Amazing. So I have one plant that I actually lost. Cutter for real. <laughs> There's a squirrel, squirrel running on the fence outside of it. obsessed. Anyway, She's pacing back and forth like a shark in a yeah, tank. He's hunting that squirrel that's outside she can't get to. Anyway, um, so I've only lost one plant so far, knock on everything. Amazing. Yeah, and everybody's doing really well, which makes me proud and happy. And I mm-hmm. my my porch is just magical. Like it's awesome. Here's what I realized, Jessica, and then we'll move on because I promised I wasn't gonna talk about it long. Since I had a child, I definitely feel like there's no space that's actually mine, right? Of course. That would be your bedroom. But for some reason, my child loves my bedroom. He uses the iPad in there. I have a Uh TV in there. He thinks that he can only watch a certain show on that TV, Mm -hmm. which is not true, but he hilarious. So I fix up different rooms in my house thinking, oh, this is going to be my oasis. And inevitably, one of my two boys always takes it. Yes. Outside. No one goes out there because they're on their video games or whatever they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. It's all mine. Mm-hmm. It's all mine. And I'm managing the mosquitoes. I got mosquito bites. Like, I am ready to live. Out yes. of it. I literally fell asleep for an hour and a half on my on my porch yesterday. How relaxing. It was amazing. Seriously, I love the that. The only thing is when I did wake up and it was dark, I was like, what are you doing? This is a mm-hmm. Dateline episode. Probably I shouldn't sleep outside. But anyway, <laughs> my husband was home and my kid and Cutter is always around. So anyway, it was beautiful. It was lovely. And I have really been enjoying that. And it's been, I feel like it's an investment in me. Yes. Not, not just my career, not just like I'm nesting a yes. little bit. And I feel happier. Mm-hmm. So we all know I was having some struggles when I went off my medication. That's all back in my system. I have more motivation. Mm-hmm. I get up every morning. You know, I've been trying to 
no screens by 11. Sometimes I break that and then get up early, open all mm-hmm. the shades. And I've been doing a real good job. I'm very proud of myself mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying it a lot. It's really nice. It's funny that you say that too, because even sometimes even just a little change in behavior. So the last couple of nights, like over the last week, I'd say Alan has at like 11 o'clock been like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm like, what? <laughs> You'd act like it was six o'clock. Like to me, it was preposterous. Yeah. He'd yes. even say the very notion. First of all, we watch Colbert every night. He doesn't yeah. start till 1130. Yeah. But he goes, oh, okay. Are you going to say up? I'm like, yeah. He goes, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know, but I'm not going to bed. Wow. Well, guess what? <laughs> I decided two nights in a row to go to bed. I like, I don't know what happened, but like a light switched off. What if God forbid I got into bed? I'm wide awake. I may not fall asleep for a while. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just try it? Now I didn't fall asleep. It's not like I conked right out, but I have gotten up much earlier the last mm-hmm. two days than usual. And I felt a lot more productive. I also yes. took two hikes two strenuous hikes early in the morning. I'm not an early morning girl at all. And it made a significant difference in my mood and my energy level. And I was like, I get so much more done. Even if I am, listen, I'm slow to, to rise. Yes. Even if I've had a good night's sleep, it's not like I jump up and I'm like, let's go get him. I'm like, what? I need a good six hour lead in today (laughs) to to my life. So I've been getting a lot more done because I I can have 12 hours in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want someone to look at me until I've finished my first cup of coffee. Oh, you're such a cliche. Yeah. Like, don't even look at me. But first coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I was a cliche this weekend. I went to the hardware store to pick up um, some hardware, <laughs> some, some screws. <laughs> crazy. Anyway, uh, I l- walked into Dan Tipton was doing his fantasy baseball draft. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and I said, I could not be more of a cliche. I had no makeup on. My hair was pulled back in a two day pony. So mm-hmm. the, the halo around the face was mm-hmm. shaped like a Seuss character, like a Dr. <laughs> Seuss character. <laughs> Like with the big fat cheeks around top head. And I had on a cat mom t-shirt from the Humane Humane Society in my hometown. (laughs) And blue workout pants and then Ugg boots. Not not Uggs. I don't. don't, They're not real. They're Fugs. I have Fugs too. Yeah, because I do have real Uggs from a long time ago, but they make mm. me feel guilty every time I wear I them. So my fugs. Anyway, I looked like a crazy cat lady from a TV show. Like someone dressed me to communicate <laughs> that I was insane. That's and hilarious. I still went out like that. I didn't change a thing. <laughs> Good. So many times I've been worried and then I'm like, what am I worried about? Again, where am I going? CVS and Trader Joe's. I'm wearing a mask. Yep. Yep, I'm going to wear another crappy workout clothes, outfit or sweatpants. I don't care. Okay, real quick before we head into the rants, this might be a mini rant. Can we say that? Mm -hmm. So all of the is it the millennials that decided we can't part our hair? on the side anymore or wear skinny jeans whatever generation just decided that it's like a big fight right now i fought those skinny jeans for a good decade Mm -hmm. hated them make me feel like a top okay 
like that you spin, right? <laughs> like I got a round body, but these teeny little stick legs that go, okay? And skinny jeans just accentuate that. A decade I bought those things, okay? Finally broke down about a year and a half ago, two years ago, before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Got myself a couple pair of skinny jeans. Everybody's mm -hmm. wearing them. Now they're saying I can't wear them. Well, guess what? I got rid of all the other kinds. <laughs> or they don't fit anymore because you loved your skinny jeans for so many years that now I got nothing else. This okay. is amazing that you're saying this. First of all, this is your rant. Let's just make <laughs> the executive decision. The other one will be used for the next for episode. Another time. Okay. This is the rant. I need to piggyback on this and then I'll let you continue. I went to look for new jeans and I was in Target this week. And let me tell you something in my size. Oh, they make our skinny jeans. Oh, yeah, because they don't ever want us heavy girls to be in the in the cool. <laughs> right. So they're like, let's wait until everything's almost out of style so that the so that the girls who don't have tiny bodies can always be catching I up. Mean. Well, guess what? I don't run fast and I'll fight you tooth and nail. <laughs> but after a decade, I finally did it. And now I am livid because I feel like I have to go out. Jessica, I'm going to stand up and show you how big these pants are on me right now. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you guys are gonna hear it. So I have to wear a belt. I'm not a belt girl. Come on. I'm not man. either. Come on. You gonna squish a belt around a ball? Well, <laughs> shut up. I have to right now Stop because it. Of this. watch. Do you see? Those are big, lady. <laughs> so I can't keep them up. Those and are so huge on you. You need some new jeans. And that's why I'm mad. <laughs> I don't want to go spend money on jeans. I don't want to wear jeans. We've been in a pandemic. Nobody wants denim around their stomach. I'll wear a denim headband before I want to do that. A denim headband. It better not have a denim rosette on it, too. No, it's got faux pearls around the <laughs> I'm just kidding. Perfect. But anyway, these pants fall down on me all the time, and that's why I'm having to wear this belt. And I am furious. I do not – after this pandemic, you know what I want to spend money on? Once we get through this and we're all vaccinated, you know what I want to spend money on? What? Drinks and food and going out. Okay. Not freaking jeans. Nope. Not jeans because you decided that I need, can't wear skinny jeans anymore. I'll part my hair in the middle. I don't care. I've done that when you didn't say it was cool. Sometimes I just like to switch it up. But when you start talking about the clothes I put on my body and how I ex I accessorize my body, and then you're like, for a decade, hey, I know jeans are expensive, even if you do go to Old Navy. <laughs> but your hey. entire wardrobe of pants has to be replaced because you ain't cool. You're going to love this. I just bought my first pair maybe since middle school. And I only had them then because my mom dressed me like a 50-year-old divorcee when I was 12. I just bought my first pair of white jeans. They're skinny. And they were $2.47 because they're on clearance at Old Navy. Wait, Bless did you, him. you bought white jeans for $2.19? 
That's why I bought them. I mean, this is sick because I shouldn't. And I keep telling myself just because something is really cheap and it's a great deal for someone doesn't mean I have to get it. But I bought them and I'm like, I don't care if I wear them around the house. Oh, I've yet to wear them around the house (laughs) is my point. Because jeans are so comfy. You just wear them around the house. Just to like clean or something. (laughs) Also, I would be terrified of white jeans. I would think my luck is so bad. I spill things all the time. But I feel like my body would go, oh, my God, she's wearing white jeans. Let's just randomly start her period. Won't that be funny? (laughs) That's what would happen. Because you know that happened to me in high school. I had to go home once. Oh, my mom had to bring me clothes, I think, three times when I was in middle school. Oh, it's so hard. To the be best part was when my mom, and at no fault of her own, was like coming from her. She was at work and she's like, I'll leave now. I'll get home as fast as I can to grab clothes and bring it to you. I had to go to my locker and get out my gym uniform. Now, nobody wore their gym uniform unless you were in PE class. So how do you think I felt walking in in my Holcombridge Middle School Hawks t-shirt and maroon shorts, talk about sexy, to home ec class? I hope you had your hands like chicken wings the way you just did (laughs) and pretended to waddle around the school like you did on camera just now. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wear anything white either. And part of that is just because, and I'm sorry, yeah. You have the same problem. I don't feel bad saying that. Our boobs are so big. It's like a shelf. So no matter how much I try to lean over the table, short of putting a plate directly under my chin, like a platform, it's impossible. I always get something on me. I'm mortified. If I could get away with wearing a bib, you bet your ass I would. So we sat down yesterday for lunch and I'm taking a bite of black beans and literally first bite, it's on my boobs. Yeah. Same. And I'm the same way. Alan said his favorite phrase to me. He said, careful, you might get some of that in your mouth. No, ma'am. I wish. Unacceptable, <laughs> Alan. Howlin. Every time that he says it, I die laughing. Dad joke. <laughs> yes. Careful, you might get some of that in your mouth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. Well, I feel like, here's the thing. I feel like you and I both, we... Sometimes middle part, sometimes mm-hmm. side part. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not saying, hey, I refuse to go along with no. what's trendy. But when you start saying you have to ditch an entire part of your wardrobe because it's a lot. cut, it's a lot. And jeans are not cheap. And especially if you have to buy them new. But even at least here, even if you buy jeans, well, first of all, they only have tiny sizes because we have all kinds of stores here that are like jeans only used. It's really weird. <laughs> I remember that being one of the things when I moved here, me going, what do you mean jeans yep. only used? You can buy a pair of very heavily used Levi's for $85. I was going to say, they're even more expensive than new pants. <laughs> and they are not gently used. Trust no. me. No. It's nuts. I don't know why they get to decide now. As far as I'm concerned, I have seniority. I should be able to decide mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. goes and what doesn't. True what that. I decide is stop telling me what kind of jeans to wear because <clears throat> your skinny jean choice wasn't agreeable to my body. And I still went along and with it. And then you had to acquiesce. And now uh-huh. guess what? And now look at what mom jeans are in style. And I will not. I mean, jeans look like mom jeans on me anyway. Why would I need to? But right. but still, I'm like, I used to be the girl that only owned boot cuts, okay? 
Mm -hmm. You made me change society. (laughs) Now you buy me new jeans. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're right. That's my rant. I'm mad about it. I'll part my hair down the middle. Don't care. Okay? But Uh, not going to replace my jean wardrobe. But here's the thing. I am or I'm going to look like a top walking around while you guys are in your boot cuts. (laughs) By the way, as you were saying this the whole time, I am picturing, especially when you showed with your fingers, the little legs walking, it's like Gru from Despicable Me. Yes. It's like an apple on two chopsticks. Yep. Yep. That's me. It's hilarious. (laughs) I don't mean that you look like Gru. I'm talking about skinny jeans on people that aren't so skinny. Or it's like your theater teacher that like really did believe in crystals and did Reiki in class. Okay. And she always wore skin tight pants and a flowy top. And you were like, she might fly away in some kind of mystical ritual. Don't know. Uh, it's so true. Okay. This rant came from my week. I was in La Jolla, which is an absolutely stunning, stunning part of San Diego County. It is like its own town, but La Jolla is synonymous with San Diego. It's a different area, but it's beautiful, you guys. Total, total paradise. Tiny, beautiful little homes along the water. The most magical little hotels and bed and breakfast and whatnot. So there's an area called La Jolla Cove. It's very famous. And this is one of the really cool things about the California coast is we have a whole lot of sea lions, seals of all types that come and congregate in like Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. There's, I don't, I now always get it confused. I don't remember if they're seals or sea lions. They're everywhere. Monterey otters all over the place in the bay like and they're very cute and fun social pictures of those big sea lions when i went for krista marie yes for her niece like it's amazing Mm -hmm. yeah they were just laying there by the boats it's i love it so this area in la jolla cove is covered with seals covered there's a fence but it's not like some crazy chain link or barbed wire or anything obviously it's just offense it's like hi that means don't cross it i mean don't we why do we even have to have signs for that if you see a fence there's a reason okay whether it's public or private land this is public land but why are you doing it i can't explain to you how many people number one cross the fence like didn't even hesitate and it was a lot it wasn't one or two and how many people were going and getting right up to those animals to take their picture. A lot of people also um, had their child with them. And I'm talking about young, sometimes babies or toddlers. What the hell are you doing? Number one, it's so disrespectful. Totally. You don't need to be in their space. And the seals, which were doing nothing, started going, ur, ur, like making noise. I don't know why I just felt the need to try to imitate their sound. <laughs> they started making noises, which are a warning. Yes. And a few of them stood up and were kind of puffing up their chests and scooting up a little bit. That is a natural signal from Mother Nature to back the F up and to stop it. It is springtime. I bet a lot of them are pregnant. There was, yes, there was a lot of young seals. You could tell they had just given birth. I think it is the 
birthing time of year. I was furious. And my friend that I was with literally said to me, he goes, can we go? He goes, this is really upsetting me. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." because again, we wanted to enjoy, but we were both totally preoccupied and focused by all the creeps that were going over and doing that. You can get very close to them. You can get a perfect picture. I have insane pictures of them. Guess what? I stood behind the fence and I zoomed in and I got a great picture of seals. Like, What are you doing? Also, this whole mentality of getting the pick it's like when people were trampling the poppy fields in antelope valley it's like a a natural wonder that happens in california every year and it became a big instagram craze Mm -hmm. and people were literally destroying the flowers Mm -hmm. which are part of like the monarch's journey from the pacific northwest all the way down to mexico Mm -hmm. they stop and feed on that i know it was just infuriating. Well, also, they are wild animals. You don't know what they're yes. capable of. So, like, this time of year, heading into April, May, mm-hmm. uh, up north is the elephant seals. They come to have Yeah, I see it every year. Yes. Every year. So, I got married right up by there. And I have to tell you, I was one of those stupid kids. Now, I did not cross a fence. Mm-hmm. But I got close to a fence. And Dan Tipton kept going, they're really big. I mean, you shouldn't get that close. And I go... Look at them. They're huge. You think they're going to catch me? As if Mm -hmm. I am Usain Bolt, okay? I know. I know. Those things, we go down the road where there's like information about them. Mm -hmm. They can run 60 miles an hour. It's crazy. And those elephant seals are... They're huge. literally like blobs laying on the sand. Do you think they can't move? They slap their chest together. It sounds like thunder. That's I how know big they are. That's how big it's they true. are. And they the weigh shape. like a ton, right? Yes. Literally like one ton. But even just a regular sea lion or whatever, they mm-hmm. are big animals. Mm-hmm. They're big animals. But I hate that like they're just trying to live their lives. Nobody comes in your house and puts a camera in your face. No. And protect Rude. themselves and to protect their the babies. babies. Yes. Uh. Yes. I hate that. Also, the fact that there has to be, especially around the elephant seals, that's by San Simeon. You guys, Mm -hmm. if you have never been to California, you need to put that on your bucket list to go to Hearst Castle, which is unreal. so cool. And just below Hearst Castle on the coast is the largest, literally, settlement of elephant seals anywhere in the world. Yes. They're every, you can't even see the ground. No, it's so cool. That's and then you can also take a stop at Julia Pfeiffer State Park, mm-hmm. where a natural waterfall falls into the ocean. I got married where that waterfall falls into the ocean. You did, that is oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's a very popular picture. Um, if you Google like California ocean mm-hmm. waterfall or whatever, it's the first thing that comes up, and that's right. We got How married beautiful. right there overlooking that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, the last thing I'll say about this is it also makes me furious that they have to have signs. And I remember this when we would go to like Gatorland in Florida when I was a kid. There's signs everywhere not to feed the animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even something like an alligator doesn't need to eat Cheetos, okay? Like you don't feed them processed food. You don't feed them human food. It's not like it's raw meat. It's crazy. And I remember like I would always see people 
pour their drinks on the alligator, I guess, to try to rile them up. And it would make me furious. So there's signs everywhere saying, do not feed them. A, they start getting used to it. And then they'll start getting closer because they want food or it can make them very sick. So there's two great reasons to mind your own beeswax, stay behind the fence. And you know what? If you don't like your picture, then buy a, a professional one. Absolutely. They have play cards for a quarter. Seriously. Ugh. It's oh. really nuts. Uh, it's it's crazy. That's a good rant for sure. Don't <laughs> mess with the animals. Don't. Oh, Jessica. I think we need to take a cleansing breath. I think we do. If this is your <clears> first <throat> time with us, it's probably not. So I'll go quick. <laughs> uh, we like to rant out the silly little things that aggravate us. We get it all out. We take a deep cleansing breath and we fill up with some goodness. So if you're alone, feel free to scream if you want. Scream therapy is, I mean, I think some people think it works. Yeah, it's lovely. If you're not alone, probably don't scream. You'll scare people. Mm -hmm. But definitely take a breath. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Take a deep breath in. And. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. That's nice. Should we get on into our corners after Mm -hmm. an hour of the show? How Mm -hmm. did that possible? Mm. I don't know. Okay, so I have a golden oldies corner. This is a little bit crazy, and it kind of reminds me of my dad's neighbor. (laughs) Okay, ready? Yes. This is from CNN by Malika Bud. Here we go. He's a cop. He's 91, and he has no plans to retire. Unreal. Where do you see yourself at the age of 91? Working with no plans to retire may not be the first thing that comes to mind, but for one Arkansas police officer, he wouldn't have it any other way. L.C. Buckshot Smith, oh my God, he's so cute too, just leaning against the car, has worked in law enforcement for more than 56 years. And with his 92nd birthday coming up in May, he says he'll retire when the good Lord says so. That's a quote. Buckshot Smith from the small town of Camden, Arkansas, oh, I know where that is, was a sheriff deputy for 46 years before he retired. Retirement that lasted for just a few short months. That sounds like my dad. He's retired from like three different jobs. Uh, (laughs) He quickly realized he missed the work. The beloved officer is known throughout town. Everyone stops to talk when they see him, says public relations officer Dana Weatherby. Buckshot Smith said he loves the excitement of being a police officer, and that's what prompted him to join the force in the 1960s. Wow. Texan Shaden, a training coordinator at the department, describes Buckshot Smith as dedicated. He recalls a year when the snowfall was so bad that Buckshot Smith walked about three blocks to work in the snow because he couldn't get his car out. It's obvious that Buckshot Smith is not a still person, which is how Weatherby sees his work ethic. From being described as instrumental to annual festivities in Camden, being a court bailiff conducting the neighborhood watch and sending himself on calls when he hears them come across the radio, Buckshot Smith is a cherished member of the force. Buckshot Smith's many years on the force and his knowledge of the town come in handy, Shaden said. On three days of the week, Buckshot Smith isn't enforcing the law. He likes to attend church services and spend time with his lady friend. Aw, 91. 
can you even imagine? Like, I'm not doing as much as him, and I am not 91. No. My dad's next door neighbor, you guys, old man. It's amazing. They call him the old man. He just got out of the hospital a week ago for like the third time, right? His wife just passed, what Mm -hmm. was it, a month ago. He's 91 years old. My dad calls me yesterday, and he's like, yeah, I just got home. I'm going to have to get get out there and start mowing. My neighbor's already beaten me. He was out mowing his like 10 acres of land. Unreal. <laughs> and but he did it for your dad. He did it for my dad while he was in the hospital. <laughs> and he also did it for my dad when my mom was in the hospital. Yes. What a and sweetheart. He is a gem. My dad and him hang out quite a bit right now. I love they're both, that. They're both widowers and they've. No, they've that's really time. special. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. I love that they have each other. I do, and too. that they're next door. They have so much fun together. It's really cool. But that keeps people going. It I mean, my going. grandmother worked until she was seventy, and they were like, yeah. "Mickey, you have to go." Like the retirement age was sixty-five. She worked for Kraft Foods. I think I mentioned that before. Yeah. They were like, "We love you. Bye, bye." Yeah. <laughs> they pushed her out at 70. They were like, go enjoy your life. My grandmother started volunteering because she yeah. had such great word processing skills and she knew computers better than most people do to this day, the yeah. average person. And she just wanted to work. She wanted to be around people. She wanted to have that being social and doing something productive keep going. keeps people going. My dad's been working out at my uncle's farm. They're putting up oh, I love like, that. all day long, but putting up fence with his brother and stuff. And Fantastic. he was like, I enjoy it. It keeps me busy. Yep. So how nice. Cool. I know. Cool That's story. So oh, buckshot. Good for you. I love also, it. There's a picture of him, too. That's just the cutest. If you want to Google. He's adorable. It. Oh, my God. He's a doll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My corner is a what the what? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, he received his last paycheck in coins, you guys. I hope it wasn't big. <laughs> you just hold on to your hat, little lady. <laughs> a man demanded his final paycheck. The auto shop delivered 91,500 greasy pennies. Greasy? Okay. 91,000. And no, this isn't from uh, Made Up News. This is from the New York Times, March 25th, 2021, by Heather Murphy. Okay. An AOK Walker Luxury Auto Works in Peachtree City, Georgia, has built Ford Mustangs for the Clint Eastwood film Trouble with Curve and for an attempt at a world record for land speed, according to its website. Now the high-end car repair shop has acquired another rare distinction. It has been accused of paying a former employee in pennies. To be precise, that's 91,500 pennies, adding up to $915 in wages owed. Although Andreas Flatten, who was a manager at AOK Walker until last November, has not counted them to make sure he got every last cent. No, he and said, don't put them don't put them in a coin star either. They'll rip you off. Okay. He said his former employer had left him a glimmering mound of pennies at the end of his driveway on March 12th to punish him for quitting and persist persistently demanding his final paycheck. Wait a minute. 
are you kidding? They left him at his at the end of his driveway. They dumped him like in a wheelbarrow and just dumped him out. <gasps> it's a pile, like a small mound, oh like a God. like a termite mound in Africa or something. What? <laughs> Oh, Have oh, you ever okay. seen like how now big? Now I know. Now I've seen all those termite mounds. Like an ant hill or termites <laughs> make those hill mounds. I do know. Uh, what like you're out in the about. desert, it's crazy. Yes. It would be one thing if it was just pennies, Mister Flatten said. I wish it was just pennies, but the pennies are covered in a pungent, sticky substance. Mister Flatten suspects it might be power steering fluid. Oh my god! Not okay. No. Now look. There's a lot of things I'd love to do to people that would be nasty, but that wouldn't a hurt anyone first or foremost, not looking to traumatize or physically like or mentally hurt someone. Like what? Oh, uh, the list is too long. <laughs> we won't even go there. <laughs> but this kind of nasty shit that is that vindictive, it's like you're disgusting. At that point, I don't care how mad you are, they're quit. They're gone. Bye-bye. Give them their paycheck, and you never have to deal with them again. Right. Okay? He's earned that money. That's already his money. <laughs> Add a letter if you want saying, don't ever set foot on my prop. Whatever you need to do to make you feel better or to absolve yourself from the mess. But I still never, like, what did the guy do? It's not like he stole from them or cheated on his cheated with his boss's wife or something like that you're pissed no, that he and quit in fact, in <laughs> fact he had uh, needs that they were not tending to the article. yes yeah yes so it says mr flatten said the foundation of his workplace dispute had to do with the employer's lack of sensitivity to his need to pick up his child from daycare at a certain time i mean come on we That's unacceptable work. too. Yes, and yes. I've had friends that have dealt with that. And I mean, that's stuff that used to come up in movies a lot, especially mm -hmm. in the 80s when it would show women in the workforce. It's like, well, what do you choose, being a mom or your job? Yes. And that was a very real thing. And I think, unfortunately, that still exists to I a certain degree in certain happen. places. Yes. Which it's is not okay. The arrangement became even more important during the pandemic when the childcare facility began closing early. Absolutely. So I guess the boss had originally agreed to it from what I'm reading here. And then I guess once it changed, the boss was angry. So the person quit. I mean, it's crazy. And by the way, at 7 p.m. on March 12th, a video recorded by Mr. Flatten's doorbell camera shows a young man with his long, wavy hair on his front porch. Hey, your money is at the end of the driveway, bud, says the man who Mr. Oh Flatten God. said he believed was a current employee. About an hour later, when Mr. Flatten tried to drive to the store, he found his driveway was blocked with a mountain of pennies. Placed amid the foul-smelling coins was an envelope etched with an expression of unmistakable disapproval. Inside, he found his pay stub, but no check. Mr. Flatten and his girlfriend spent the next few hours transporting around 500 pounds of pennies up the slope of his steep driveway into his garage by wheelbarrow. Oh, my God. The weight of the pennies caused the wheels to collapse. Holy cow! Now, 
I will leave you with this. They posted it on social media and Dana, somebody's comment was, now that's an oil change. I am furious. (laughs) So much. I hate it so much. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. I get the New York Times, like I subscribe to their emails and that I don't know what made me click, but I opened it and then I'm like scrolling through the other headlines and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> wow. It's so crazy. Poor guy. Good Poor riddance. Guy. What well, a shitty person to work for. Good riddance. For sure. Also, it says somebody on Yelp actually said the owner paid an employee with his last check and pennies covered in motor oil. If he does that to his own people, he's probably not worth trusting with your car. Thank you. I mean, for real. Yes. He also, they tried to contact him for a comment like about it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a no public- comment. No comment. He said he didn't remember. Shut up. Nope. You remember if you got 91,000 pennies from somewhere and that then had such a lie, such and a lie. Nothing makes me angrier than people claiming that they don't remember. Same. And then his quote is, it doesn't matter. He got paid. That's all that matters. Rude. What a freaking creep. Especially like this guy didn't steal from him. He didn't do anything wrong. He nope. had a child care issue. So that made him a difficult employee. Yes. yes. Shame on you. Shame on I you. Know. What's this business name? Shame on you. Whatever business. I lost the article. Hilarious. Anyway, Arkansas, Camden, Arkansas business. Shame on you. No, Camden, Arkansas is where the sweet 91-year-old police officer is from. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I've had a monster. I can't keep facts straight. This is how rumors the pennies get are started. from Peachtree City, Georgia. This is how rumors get started. I have an experience, and then I go to my other friend, whoever it is, and I go, Did you guys hear Hallen, Jessica's dad, Hallen, paid Jessica in goats for like I just put all kinds of stories together. It's ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. Boy. Well, wherever that business is, shame on you. Peachtree City, Georgia. Stop yelling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you that was a little bit of foreshadowing to your rave when you said the word goat. Now what? I know. It? Yes, because mm-hmm. it was probably because it's at the fore, forefront of my mind. Because yeah. So we're going to go ahead and transition into our raves because <laughs> I had that brilliant, <laughs> that brilliant <laughs> connection. So I'm up first for raves. This is from a listener. It's actually from Diana Matagrano from Spark My Interest. Podcast. Love those ladies. Love them. Part of our pod squad. She said, sent us a note and said, hey, I know Jessica just did an an animal rave this week, which was last week. But will you please add Goatlandia to your raves one of these days? I'm obsessed. Now, we always have good raves. Mm -hmm. But I sent this to Jessica because you guys know I love me some animals Mm -hmm. and i also said we don't care if we do animals back to back like no don't ever feel weird just because how many things have we done about animals food services services. yeah things for children help us help we don't care yes the more the Um, merrier absolutely 
they've got a Facebook and Instagram following and pages. They're in Northern California and they rescue farm animals. This week, they saved six male newborn calves from slaughter. They were born on a dairy farm and therefore serve no purpose. That breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. They serve no purpose to the farm. So Glandia went up and rescued them on Tuesday. They're good people. And I'd love for them to get some love from you guys. Well, I am happy to. Mm-hmm. Goatlandia started after its founder, Deborah Bloom, moved from San Francisco to Northwest Santa Rosa. A former commercial pilot and restaurant owner, Deborah gave up the city life and has devoted herself to the belief that all beings deserve to be happy and to live free of harm and fear and greed. The newly acquired acreage enabled her to have space for a few chickens and a couple of goats. One thing led to another. Her love of farm animals grew, as did her furry and feathered family. Almost all animals were destined for slaughter, unwanted, sick, or born born with birth defects. Hmm. They were rescued, healed, made to feel safe, and very loved. Maybe a little spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) Today, Goatlandia is home to 26 goats, 6 pigs, 47 chickens, 3 ducks, 2 sheep, Three dogs and three happy and very busy humans. <laughs> we are a federally recognized 501c3 nonprofit, and we are grateful to be part of the community. We look forward to our future growth and expanding our property, our services, and our family. We do all kinds of events both here and at the sanctuary out in the community. We try to be as eco-minded as possible. We gather and reuse rainwater and gray water, generate solar power, compost our own scraps for use in the garden, grow some treats for our family, and try to help encourage others to do the same. Goatlandia is a place for people to experience compassion, have fun, and do cool things together. You want to spend some time with baby goats? Always! (laughs) <laughs> we have a, we have several rescued baby goats who would love to meet you. For a donation of $30, you can join our Bottle Babies Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Come on. You'll get to visit with the babies and bottle feed them their milk. All snuggles and cuddles are included. <laughs> Sign up now. The babies are growing up fast, so we're only offering visits until April 30th. Jessica. We have a timeline. It's time to go up north. Oh, man. I love up north anyway. We could go do some, you know, our fungus guy we follow on Instagram. That's where he finds a lot of his crazy mushrooms. Mushrooms, carnivorous plants, and baby goats. Here we come. They're all up north. (laughs) (laughs) Visits are 30 minutes in length and available for one household at a time. Oh, my God. I love it. Mm -hmm. I think probably when I'm 91, I'm probably going to have an animal rescue sanctuary. Don't you think? Yes, or at least volunteer at one. I know. I cannot. So one of our listeners posted a video this week of her son with a chicken from their neighbor's farm that comes to visit them. Comes to visit them all the time. So now they're getting chickens, and I'm so jealous. Yep. She knows who we're talking about. I have a few friends that got chickens. I have tons of friends that have chickens. And like fancy pretty ones, egg-laying ones. Like it doesn't matter. My next door neighbor has chickens because you guys hear the rooster all the time. Here's the thing. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to have chickens. Why? Because Dan Tipton's afraid of birds. I didn't know that. Oh, mostly baby birds, but it's crazy. Like I wrote this sketch about a guy who admits he's afraid of birds and how embarrassed he is. Like featherless. I can't. Featherless little meat packets with beaks. 
then there's a dodo video I'm gonna send you that'll traumatize him for life. He I've heard him scream at the sight of a ba- dead baby bird. <laughs> now listen, it's dead, I get that. But even if it was alive, it would terrify him. Now come on, that's silly. <laughs> but like I can talk. I'm afraid of everything but chickens. So I really can't judge oh my him. God. But yeah, I love a good you went to an animal rescue. I, I gotta go yes. see those piggies. We need to take totally. a trip up north. And I'm telling you, so like one of my friends that I grew up with since childhood, he is a professor in Virginia, and he and his wife got a chicken coop. They have three kids, and I love it because he has twin girls who are now either three or four. They're so cute, mm-hmm. and those girls are like the biggest tomboys and love dinosaurs, and they love holding their chickens. Okay, oh. they're so cute. People think chickens are not lovable, but that's not true. They're oh, actually these very friendly. Lo- yes, they love them. Let me tell you something. He has been putting a picture of like a wire basket. And he's like, I'm now begging you, if you are local to me and want eggs, please let me know and I will drop them off or you can pick them up. He pulled out 70 eggs. He said, we can't eat or give them away fast enough. I wish I lived near them. You know, my next door neighbor, she kind of has a big family, so I can't really. She brought us eggs one time and we were so stoked. We're like, oh my God, we're going to Yeah, we're going to have fresh age, but it only happened once. Oh. Also, I wish I could see them. I only can hear them because we have private fences. Is it Maybe Alan can come over with his drill and make a little peephole. Make a window. That's not creepy or inappropriate that I just suggested that. (laughs) (laughs) I love animals so much. I would have a little farm at my house if I could. Yes. I know. I love it. You have enough room in your backyard for a goat or two? I I could have two mini goats easily. I could have a dwarf cow. Have you seen those? Yes. They don't need a lot of room. They just need my love and care. Also, you know what I didn't realize? And I mean, I guess this goes for most animals, honestly. But uh, this the rescue farm that I went to, the lady that runs it said... I swear to God, I think she said this about the goats, too. She definitely said it about the alpacas. She said that they're herding animals Mm -hmm. and they need to have a pal. She's like, you've got to at least have two. Alpacas really, yeah. And I'm telling you, they came from different areas, different. They're not from the same bloodline, anything. They are so bonded. So there was one that I guess is very skittish, was so sweet, didn't come near anyone. But she said, please do not try to pet. The white one. One was white and one was brown. She's like, the other one's really friendly. You can touch her. Well, and oh my God. Also, the brown one had eyelashes that were oh, literally like 12 inches long. I was, I yeah, it was so like a cartoon. <laughs> but anytime I got near it, I never even stuck my hand out to try to touch it. That white one was right up on it. So protective. Like, like the Siamese cats from Lady and the Tramp. And I was like, yes, you know what? I don't need to touch it. Here, here, we're here. It's a great callback. We're coming full circle. I sensed and knew that I didn't need to touch it. I thought it was real cute. I would have loved to give it a pat on the head, but I went, you know what? The friend is obviously a little scared and doesn't like me being here. Yeah. I'm just going to back away. How nice of you, Jessica. (laughs) Isn't that cute? They're so so sweet. Um, You know, I follow the Asher house on Instagram. Yes. He's starting his own rescue. He bought the land. Amazing. He's He's got 15 dogs. He also just got two piglets. Two baby piglets. 
and an alpaca oh who he's currently looking for a buddy because she came uh-huh. from a home that uh-huh. was alone. I think she lost her partner or something. Uh, so he's currently looking for a buddy for her. Oh, God. I love that guy. I love him so much. I go I on such it. a roller coaster with him because, you know, he's had a lot of emotional things mm-hmm. happen lately. And I, yeah, it just feels like I know him. Isn't that weird? I've never met that man in my life. No. It's cool when you start to really get invested in someone's story. I know. Goatlandia, you guys. Check it out. Thank you so much, Diana, for sending that our way. We love it. right up our alley. If you live out near here, check them out if you can. Or if you're going on a vacation anytime, check them out. Goatlandia. Absolutely. Wee-wee. Okay, our next rave is based on something that my husband bought for me as a gift and i realized the other day i'm like why have i not raved about this yet interesting this was a gift from the holidays and i love it and i may or may not have said before i am obsessed with bags of any kind i have Mm -hmm. quite a large collection of vintage handbags but Mm -hmm. i also love anything from a leather purse to a duffel bag i just i i'm a bag hoe okay i love my bags and condiments bring it on (laughs) okay I was eyeing these bags. Now, admittedly, before I even knew about the cause, I just kept seeing them online. And I'm like, I do not need another purse. But my God, is that gorgeous? And I think I just kept calling to it subconsciously. Okay. Anyway, Alan always asks me what I want. And I'm I'm at a point in life where, B, I have a million things. And because I worked in retail, I'm like, I don't need any more stuff. I usually just want like a manicure or something that i can actually use right but i was like well there is this bag he's like you Uh don't need another bag and he's right (laughs) i didn't he goes absolutely not i refuse i am not getting you that and he was very adamant and because he was right it's not like i'm like well i'm gonna get it anyway i just want because then it looks like you're being a jerk and he was right okay he was right Now, I also have not had the pleasure to take my new bag out for a spin because, hello, quarantine. I've even, like, at the point now where I don't even want to take my purse. I already have, like, sanitizing stuff in my car. Mm -hmm. I'll take a wipe and put it in my pocket, the ones that are in a package, and I just take my ID and my debit card in my back pocket. That's it. I don't need anything else. I carry one of those tiny little crossbody wallet things, and that's about it, which normally I have a suitcase normally. <laughs> so he surprised me with one of these gorgeous bags. The company is called In Blue, I N B L U E, handmade.com. In Blue is a company that makes belts, handbags, handbags, more like tote style purses uh-huh. and wallets. And every bag that they sell donates 50 meals to folks in need through Feeding America. So again, every every piece they sell donates 50 meals to folks in need through Feeding America. Right now, one in nine Americans are experiencing food insecurity. This includes over 17 million children. We believe food is a human right. 
Learn more at feedingamerica.com. In Blue is located in Asheville, North Carolina, in a converted warehouse studio space in West Asheville. Together, we make each piece by hand every day. We start with top grain cowhides, trace and cut our pattern pieces, sew them up, stamp down our ink, and ship them to your door. All of our items are handmade here in our Nash- Asheville, North Carolina studio by our small team of six eccentric folks. I love that they call them eccentric, and I love that they keep using the word folks. It's so old school. We only use eco-tanned leather sourced from the United States, and our waxed canvas comes from one of the oldest textile mills in the U.S. as well. We pride ourselves on customer service and lifetime guarantee on our bags. Whoa. So we will definitely post a link. Maybe I'll get dolled up for the occasion and make Alan take a picture of me with now, my tote. Absolutely. Also, I am looking at these bags and they're stunning. Mm-hmm. Do you have yours? They're beautiful. Mm, it's downstairs. Which style did you get? I got one of the brown ones that has a stripe. A stripe, a stripe. Like the dark chocolate brown leather with stripes. Mm, kind of more like the yellow striped one. Yeah. But mine has a blue stripe. Wow, those are stunning. They're beautiful. And they're not exorbitantly priced either, considering. For what they are. For what and they handmade. are. Handmade, yeah. Listen, I have a leather purse that I got as a gift. My mom and my aunt went in on it for me together for I think like my 21st birthday I'm not joking Mm -hmm. it was a special occasion so they got me this gift it's a leather bag and you could personalize it so I had them do a J I've had that bag for over 20 years and it's still in great condition so if you buy it's the same with shoes my friend always gets on to me and she's like I am so sick of you buying these crappy cheap ass shoes it really is it ends true. up killing your feet she goes mm-hmm. they look like shit and she's right she goes yeah. will you please invest in a decent pair of well-made shoes and it will last you Forever. for years I know I did that when I worked at a fancy shoe <laughs> store because I got a discount I started yep. Buying nicer shoes because they were you more don't realize. And then I realized after having good shoes, like my feet felt better. Yes. They were, and I still have some of those shoes. I ended up having, you know, your feet grow when you get pregnant. so i ended up having to give them all to my mom (laughs) where i would still have them yeah because they were italian made well shoes totally wow this is beautiful and i love that they give back of course that's our favorite thing but like i'm looking at one bag here that looks really good size super cute 68 bucks or here's one for 56 and it's like that's not outside what you would pay at a regular retail store right for something cheap That's what I'm saying. So for the supply and the labor, and this is handmade by six people in a little studio. These are not mass produced. Mm -mm. I love it. And it's going to an incredible cause. So so wonderful. mm -hmm. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Okay. Well, hopefully we weren't too crazy this week. And uh, if we were, please let us know by getting, by getting in touch with us through oh God, one of several ways. You can follow and find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Rants and Raves Podcast. You can 
email us at the Ranson Raves Podcast at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our website, www.theransonravespodcast.com. Please continue with the messages and all of that. I know we say it ad nauseum. You guys are probably like, you say it every week. But you know what? We still have people that are like, I've been listening since the beginning and I just now am. One person even said getting up the courage to write in, which I am not shaming you. Bless your heart. You don't need to be scared. We get ecstatic. Even if somebody is just like, hi, and sends us a picture of their cat. I mean, there's no pressure, but please send it in. Please don't think because we've talked about certain things that you can't. There's a different perspective for everything. And also when it comes to the raves, there's never too much of getting out the word on good things. And and never, never too much of one subject. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Exactly. We just want to get the word out. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. I love it. I love it too. Um, so Jessica, I have something kind of fun for us. So each week okay. at the end of the show, I like to give us a point to ponder, something mm-hmm. to think about. I like to talk about what we've been watching. I mean, let's be honest, I have now resorted to YouTubing, just just putting in true crime. And now oh. I am completely submersed in London and Australia's true crime histories. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. But so there's nothing really specific I can I can tell you that I'm watching right now. I don't but know. But that's interesting. Somebody can if they're interested in that, they can so sometimes many... for real, you don't even think until someone brings it to your attention. And I'm like, hey, I could Google that too and find some different stuff to watch. I mean, they're all stories I don't know because they're yeah. from another country. Totally. Um, so anyway, I don't really have much to report in that way. I haven't really been on TikTok or anything like that. I've really been absorbed in my plants. So this week, I thought that I would bring us kind of a game if you're if you're up for it. It's sure. something that the two of us toss between each other a lot competitively. I have a list of 23 words you need to stop mispronouncing. Okay, so let's mm-hmm. see how Jessica does. Okay. okay, let me just open this up real quick. You know, even after you learn how to spell words like liaison and unforeseen, <laughs> because they are not spelled how you would think. Like I would get spell corrected on those two words all the time because liaison is L I A S I S O N. Uh huh. L I A I S O N. Yes, correct. Uh huh. And unforeseen has that extra E in there for mm-hmm. unforeseen. Okay, so but this is about pronunciation. So I'm going to show you a word, and I'm going to cover up the um the phonetic. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to ask you to say it. Are you ready? Yep. Don't look. Asai. Ooh, good job. So asai, I say akai. <laughs> <laughs> It says people will often say Akai, Akai, and even Asai, but the proper pronunciation is Asai. Okay, so that good job. What about this one? There was an accent circumflex on the bottom of the shut C. up. Cachet. Okay, let's see if you're right. It's a it's a homophone. Did you know that? Um, cash and cash are similar. <laughs> Don't let the extra E at the end of this word fool you, Jessica. Uh, I guess because it you didn't wrong. have an accent no you. I was wrong. Yep. Okay. So it's spelled C-A-C-H-E. 
right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's cash, like cash. clearing the cash on your phone. On your phone, correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one. This is an interesting one. I don't want you to see any accents or anything. Don't cheat, Jessica. Camaraderie. Okay, let's see if you're right. It's used to describe the spirit of a friendly, good fellowship. It has a silent A that trips people up. It is pronounced camaraderie. So said. you were right, but a lot of people say camaraderie. <laughs> um, oh, this is a good one that people argue about. Don't look. You can't see. Oh. Colonel. Yeah, but some people say colonial. I think that's a pretty good one, though. Well, maybe these people need to come get homeschooled by me because I've gotten all of them right. No, you haven't. You got cash wrong. Oh, that's because they left the Don't accent. Don't do off. revisionist history. <laughs> Okay. Give me one more. Yes, one more and I'll wrap it up. This is a good one. And I'm going to save this. Conch. Oh. It's a type of shell, the kind that you hold up to your ear and hear I know the what ocean. it is, Jessica. God, it's <laughs> oh, my God. Did you think okay. it was conch? I said conch. Yeah. Conch is what I say. Um, But it is conch. You're right. A conch shell. This Whatever. would be a great game show with a split screen and somebody holds up a card and you and I can't hear each other, but we both say the word. It would be, except I've gotten almost all of them wrong and you've gotten them all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'll that. share the grand prize. We can take the RV I win and go to Carnivorous Plants, California. Oh, yes. You know, it would have been a much more fun game if you were not uh, so good at it. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy you, Jessica. I enjoy you very, very much. We will be back again next week on yes. Tuesday as usual. Oh, really quick. I haven't watched it yet, but you better believe I'm going to before the next time we record. You guys, that uh, documentary, Tina, just came out. If you have oh, yeah. HBO or HBO Max. Thing. You mm -hmm. did? I didn't. No, but oh, I saw people were. Yeah. I'm dying to see it. She's amazing. Rolling. Rolling, rolling on the river. river. Woo! I love okay. her. My first CD ever, quick aside, 1987, given to me by my Uncle Doug. He gave me two CDs for my birthday because I got a new stereo. One was Lisa Lisa and the Colt Jam Spanish Fly. The second, Tina Turner, Typical Male. Excellent. My first two CDs, <laughs> Dean Martin, Greatest Hits. Nat King Cole, greatest hits. All right, thanks, guys. Clearly, Jessica and I were different children. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Jessica. I love you, too. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>